1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Law Students in Court podcast. I'm Ananda Leek, your host and the Digital Communications Director at Law Students in Court. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Melissa Sawyer. She's an Arkansas criminal defense lawyer, a graduate of George Washington University Law School, and an alum of our law school's Law Students in Court program. How are you, Melissa, today? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Very, very happy to have you on our podcast. You must know that you're our second guest. We launched in late August, and we're just building this series on alumni to celebrate your success, share your stories, and hopefully gain some wisdom for our class of 2016. So today I, I, Yes?
0: Thank you. Um honored to be
1: asked. All right. So can you tell the listening audience about yourself, where you're from, and the work you do now, and where they can find you online?
2: Okay. Um well my name is Melissa Sawyer and I am originally from Monticello, Arkansas. And um and I moved to D.C., of course, and went to school at George Washington University, which is how I came up on the law students in court program. And now I'm practicing back in Arkansas, where I have my own office. And you can find me online at that com.
1: All right. So let's just jump right in and find out, why did you participate in the law students in court program when you were in law school?
2: Um, well by that point I had already been an you know, an intern investigator at with the D.C. Public Defender Service, which was an amazing experience. And I had worked as a CJA investigator for a wonderful attorney named Lexi Negan Christ. And so during that point of you know I had aspirations of doing criminal law, and so my you know the advice I received even before you know any sort of law school thing on the pic you know picture was get get clinical experience get
0: it as soon as possible you while you're in law school so. In you know, my third year, I applied to DC Law Students in Court. Wow. You had some
1: extensive experience in the criminal law practice before joining Law Students in Court. I imagine that must have given you a leg up on some of your classmates in the class of 2000 and 2001. Was that the case? <laughs>
2: well, I mean, we had some. I mean, it was an amazing class. Um, I mean, some have gone on to do amazing things. Um, The guy who actually won our award that year um, was this guy named Steve Gagne, and he's now a big prosecutor in Massachusetts. Um, He was doing RICO. He was the RICO guy in the Boston area for quite a while. I'm not sure what he's doing right now but he has gone on to be quite successful um, my class also included Peter Cooper who's in the D.C. area I know um, so I mean it was quite a lot of fabulous people and by my third year um, I mean Peter Cooper had been with the D.C. public defender service for a while so I'm not as a law clerk so I'm not sure I necessarily Fairly had tons that much of a leg up, but I was. It was. It is. It, it was a good experience to go beforehand to get a background
1: knowledge. Awesome. So, what type of cases did you work on when you were a student attorney?
2: Well, it was it was a criminal clinic, so there was misdemeanor and juvenile cases. Um, my cases, in particular, was were um, shoplifting
0: um, and domestic violence. Um, The one that took
2: the most of my time, and I still remember it pretty (laughs) extensively, was it was a young man who had, I mean, he got arrested maybe a month after his 18th birthday. It was really soon, and his alleged... Um, victim, who said this was her boyfriend, was something like fourteen. I mean, she was freakishly young, and so there was a lot of talk of, "Do we go there and say that's not?" To try to get him, get him out of domestic violence court. That was one of the issues. The complaining witness also bit the bit the officer. So I'm, I don't know why my client. To this day, I still don't know why my client got arrested, and she didn't get charged with assaulting a police officer. I still don't know that one, even after all my years, how she avoided that or that that charge. But um, ultimately, it got it went to trial, and it when a, when the officer testified, that he came on the scene, he couldn't tell who started it, and so it got dismissed after his testimony. It was the judge, and I don't remember the judge's name. I, I remember everything else about this case. He he called a sidebar, sidebar, and then there was a phone call to the supervisor, and it got dismissed. So that's what happened. I remember that one pretty big. Pretty well, obviously. So that was what I was working on as a young clinic student
1: attorney. Wow. Thank you for sharing that and reminding us how important it is to um, be aware of all aspects of criminal law and all issues, including domestic violence.
0: Can you tell us three lessons you learned as a student attorney? Um three lessons I learned as a student attorney. Um one
2: is that was to find good mentors. No matter where you go, the importance of mentors to have people who have been to court before, who've been in front of your the judge you have before. Um, you know, there is a variant even with judicial rulings, there's still some leeway on how to interpret the law, which is why we have appellate courts and everything. So it's always good to have someone who's been down that road before that can give you practical advice. There's always things that aren't written down that are very helpful to your case. I do remember with this domestic violence that one of the... It's bigger issues that ended up being is this particular judge had come from a felony one calendar and so it was sort of the well he's jaded I don't think he will react strongly to this age difference I don't think he'll even think about it so it depends on if you bring it up um, so it's, I mean those things matter I mean one of the Things is that you do keep a relatively low caseload so that you can
0: talk every aspect out in a very slow and methodical manner
2: to learn your skills. So it's always good to have someone bounce ideas off of because they will think of things that you haven't. So that's one. The other which is a quote from Ed Shackley, um who is amazing, and I still even now kind of have this internal compass of when things get tough, where I have what would Ed do um is there's more than one way to skin a cat, which is why you bounce things off other people, or it's a good idea is to is that there are multiple ways to achieve your objectives, or there's always. With a case, with facts, there's also multiple ways to, or options with how to handle a case, with how to, you know, which motions to file, and tactics. So it's always a good idea to know that you have plan A, plan B, plan C. And it's always good to think about that beforehand. Which leads me to my third lesson which is to be flexible (laughs) because no matter how much you prepare or how you think things will go beforehand when people get on the stand
0: you will always be surprised. Like something will not happen the way you expected it. Like so you have to you have to have plan B and C
2: planned out because eventually, usually you
0: you end up having to do plan B or plan C because it's all moving targets,
2: moving everything sort of. There's nothing in stone
0: except your notes. It's all people and people are interesting that way.
1: I love how you put that. People are interesting that way. I say you have to go with the flow, and right, and, and keep your feet on the floor and your brain.
2: Right. Well, people, everyone has their own biases,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: and the way they handle the world. And one of the things that I did learn with having you know the own client. I mean, one of the things that. Like, I guess people don't talk about, is that when you're the attorney, because I had done so much investigation experience, but when you're the attorney, you're the one making the decision. You're making the decision on who to call, you know, which witness, which motion. Like It, it stops with you. And so part of the lesson why to do that is what that feels like. The other is how to deal with your own client. It's a person. I mean, my... You know, that particular case I'm talking about, he, I mean, his way of handling thing was to be in denial and to sort of pretend it didn't exist, which meant he didn't show up for any appointment. He was out. He wasn't in jail. So since he wasn't in jail, he kind of didn't think about it until court dates, which meant, you know, I had the joy of hunting him down if I really needed to talk to him about something. So, which made things super interesting. but. And so part of having to figure it out is the emotions involved with your case, including your clients, which some are denial, you know, some you know with juveniles you have to always deal with parents, and some of them, you know, which is a whole other dynamic, that until you get your own clients, you don't know, that's a skill that they don't teach in law school until you get your own clients. Is how to
0: deal with your own clients and how the various ways they can respond to you, respond to their case, how they handle stress.
2: Because the bigger the charge, the more stress there is. So it's
1: helpful to know how people respond to stress.
0: Thank
1: you for that wisdom. Do you have? one last piece of golden nugget wisdom that we can share with our class of 2016 students who are in the beginning, and I know you remember that,
0: <laughs> of their court experience. Right. Um Remember...
2: Ooh, in the hall. Um, let's see. Um, you will remember, remember everything, um, enjoy it, <laughs> have fun, and take copious notes because
0: you will have a lot of guest speakers and lots of words of wisdom that come back that are very helpful to the way you practice. Um. So I mean enjoy it. Have fun. I think that's a
1: great way to end our podcast today. Thank you, Melissa, for being here Yes. And everybody, thank you for tuning in. We'll have more interviews during this fall season. And remember to learn about law students in court, all you have to do is go to www. dc students and that's with an S, Law Students.org. Like us on Facebook. You can find us at www.facebook.com backslash DCLawStudents. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LSICJustice. Justice. Thanks again for tuning in and have a great day.
0: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get
1: lucky just about anywhere.